Test, test. One, two, three. I feel like we should do this every time. Test, test. One, yeah. Three. I feel do like it. it's like our, our intro. Yeah, man. Let's go. Our unspoken intro. Okay, so, hey everyone, welcome back to Think Movie. This is a show where we talk about movies, TV, uh, music, everything going on in pop culture. I'm your host, Francisco, and I'm joined with... Brian Prado. Brian Prado. It's just us two today. Joey couldn't make it. Um, but um, we have uh, we have a good show to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Um, we're going to do a Birds of Prey review, non-spoiler, so if you haven't seen it, it'll be just a, either a recommend or a warn from us, or from me actually, and then Brian will ask some questions about it. So it'll be kind of cool. Um, and then we, uh, we'll get into some uh, other recommendations, warns, right. and then later on during the show we're going to you know, talk about some cool, some some bad, and some good movie experiences that some we've had. Some shitty movie experiences. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be a fun show. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, Birds of Prey. Yeah, what you Margot say? Robbie. Um, let me, you know what, to make it more official, let me pronounce, let me say the entire, the full title of it. Mm, okay. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's a cool title. That's a pretty cool title. I think they changed it, though. I think it's Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Right. Because people, I don't know. It's a long title. Yeah. So I think that has to do a little bit with a controversy surrounding the film. Really? Yeah, there's a little bit of controversy surrounding the film. Hmm, That's weird. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) we'll get get to that later. Um, For now, we're going to review Birds of Prey. Uh, What did I think of it? I thought it was very entertaining. I thought that Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is amazing. Like she's the best part. Like if you if you like Suicide Squad a little bit, or if you didn't, but you liked Margot Robbie in it, she was this great. Is, she's great as Harley Quinn. She's Even so though good. I didn't like Suicide Squad, I well, thought she was amazing. Well, let me get your take on Suicide Squad. What did you think of it Suicide sucked. Squad? It <laughs> sucked. I don't know, man. It's garbage. <laughs> Why did you think it was garbage? Just like the. I, I don't know. Like, I remember watching it being in theater. I think you were with me. We were so hyped we for that movie. The trailers yeah. were amazing. <laughs> they were so good. Just and, yeah. And it was just like okay, like this movie's going on and it's going on, and then like you realize, man, when is this gonna get better? <laughs> it's like there's montages, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay. Now they're in a helicopter. <laughs> awesome. What's happening? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The movie is just like, it's, it's paced weirdly. Yeah, so. Didn't have no flow. It was uninteresting at times. The villain was garbage. Yeah. I just didn't care if anyone lived or died. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the Joker, he's got tattoos. He has green hair. He's uh, vibing. Okay, he's, cool. He was vibing. He yeah, was just cool. chilling. He had a, he did have a different vibe to him compared to like Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson. But I liked Harley Quinn. She was super cool in the movie. No, I think Harley Quinn was the best part. Or if like Will Smith Will like Smith that too. shot. Yeah. But um yeah I pretty much had the same experience as you did watching Suicide Squad. I I remember the trailers were so good. They're amazing dude. Like I remember watching them on repeat because I was like, these are amazing trailers. We're gonna have an amazing movie. And look, I've, I when I first watched it, I hated it. Yeah. I've come to like, 
hate it. Le- I, I I tend to don't hate movies now. That's good. Because I don't know whether that be I study them now. I do right. all that stuff. I don't want. To, I don't want to sound pretentious. Same thing with music. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, there is a lot of things that don't work for me, at all in that movie. And but like what does work is Harley Quinn. Right. And so in Birds of Prey, like, she is one hundred percent the heart and soul of that movie. She is so good, so likable. She's so entertaining. It kind of reminds me of how how Deadpool uh, like took the world by storm. I feel like yeah. Harley Quinn is going to take the world. She is so great in this movie. She's so funny. And um, uh, also the surrounding cast is great. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's great. They're funny. Um, they, they're kick-ass. Like they, they could, they all, they're all fighting. They're all... Um, I heard the fight sequences are really good too. Yeah, then it's it's really well shot. Um, let me pull up the the director of Birds of Prey. She, her name is directed by a woman. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, let me see Birds. Sorry, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. We're pulling it up as we speak, and it's Kathy Yan. Kathy Yan. Kathy Yan. Okay. Um, I don't know if she's done anything other. I haven't seen any. I don't know. Of her other stuff. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, so she's a Chinese-born American film director. Um, she. Not only did she make Harley Quinn's character come to life, but I feel like with the action scenes, it brought a lot of character. So. Right. You got to find out a lot about Harley Quinn, who she is, how she interacts with other people. You got I feel like you got a true sense of who Harley Quinn was compared to the first Suicide Squad. And that I heard is a pretty good like representation of a comic book movie. Yes, no, right? I feel like it's one of the most it's it's colorful, it's vibrant, and it's also That's good. And it's very it doesn't feel as though we're shoehorning in this story with Harley Quinn because I know she's not a part of Birds of Prey um, originally in the comics right. but like everything that happens in the movie it makes sense um, it stays true to her character and like as a comic book movie it's so good it's great um, um, there was a little bit of stuff that I wasn't a huge fan of mm-hmm. but that's like no movie is perfect but uh, like uh, a couple the second act a little bit kind of weighed on me a little bit mm-hmm. there were some like stellar sequences in that second act but um the second and third act kind of like didn't live up to the first act because the first act is really engaging it's like very fun very energetic the second and third act are fun and energetic but like the consistency of the whole movie isn't all the way there right okay but it's a very good film i would highly recommend it I'm if probably going to watch it. If you like comic book movies, if you like Margot Robbie, if you yes. uh, want to support this movie, like, it's a great film. Um, anyone can go. Do you have any, any I was going to say, if you don't want to support this movie, you can just go talk about it on Twitter. And <laughs> like, wow, dude, women suck. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we can talk about the controversy <laughs> yes. surrounding this film. <laughs> do you want to start? Um. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Just a bunch of nerds just talking on Twitter. It's like nerd fest when like a full woman cast, woman director, just like makes a movie. It's like, all right, 
it's time to hate women now, guys. Yeah. Let's gang up on them. And, like, why isn't Margot Robbie wearing short shorts? Like, what's mm-hmm. happened? Like, this, like, liberal media, it's taking over. <laughs> <laughs> you you sound just like them. And yeah. it's, like, it's crazy how <laughs> accurate that that little so you just went on because, like, people actually are saying this stuff. Like, it's not a parody. It's not, like, people are actually saying this. On well, it's Twitter. just because people are weirdos. Yeah. And I saw one tweet where someone was was commenting on the way Harley Quinn was dressed and how compared to the comics and compared to Suicide Squad, it was... Well, you don't understand. In the comics, she was a lot sexier. She had short shorts. So, like, why didn't they do this now? It's so... Like, you do realize Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn. Like, I don't think these people... Re- and someone was talking, co- like, comparing her looks, and I was like, you don't talk about Margot Robbie that way. True. Like... Yeah. She is a beautiful human being. Exactly. Playing a beautiful-looking character. Yep. And so when someone says, oh, she's, she's just not as hot or beautiful as she is in the comics, I'm like... Okay, then go read the comics and enjoy your little fetish that you have with the sexual representation of Harley. I like the way the man uh, directs her and makes her look. <laughs> it's, it's weird, dude. It'll like, be interesting to see how uh, yeah. Suicide Squad 2, or the, I don't know if they're rebooting it, but oh, James, Gunn, James Gunn is directing it. Oh. He's the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Um, he's going to be directing it, so. Okay. Uh, but that's kind of cool. But yeah, the controversy is just. Every time, like you said, women, uh, uh, there's like a film that's majority women, directed by women, or yeah. written by women. It's like missiles get launched at them for no reason. And then they combat that with, see, the box office success isn't as, as uh, big as they want it to be. It's because they are pandering to It's because to of the... women. That's why they shouldn't direct movies it's, anymore it's... and be in movies. Actually, no way. That can't happen. It's like, it's so... It's so unnecessary. Like, there really shouldn't be a reason why you're, like, blaming women for box office. I mean, it's coming off a a, a film that was meddled by studios, what didn't receive critical acclaim. Like, it's coming off Suicide Squad. So you could see that maybe that's why it's taking a hit at the box office or not a lot. But people that, like, shit on the Harley Quinn movie love Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, I don't I don't get why it's not doing good. You should definitely check it out if you're interested. It's a great movie. It's a fun time. Um, it is rated R. It is? I think. Hmm. It, it is rated R. Interesting. Uh, or how many PG-13? It, it's rated R. Okay. So, it's a cool thing because, like, it's violent. And that's the, one of the cool things about this movie. Like, it's not afraid to show violent shit i didn't know that no yeah it's very violent um uh characters get beat up and you feel it like you see it too That's so cool. and it's the action sequences are very well directed like uh margot robbie when she she like roller skates a lot in the film mm-hmm. and like they do this comic book thing where like where did you get those like they like question like where did you get those she's like oh like i had it like whatever but she the way she uses her like skates and like and like knocks out people like you feel it and so it's not afraid to get violent and that's what i really liked about harley uh the birds of prey movie too but um but yeah so it is rated r so you know if kiddos want to go see it they'll probably have to bring a a parent or something but or not 
Or not, just sneak in like we used to do back then. <laughs> I sneaked into straight out of Compton when I was, yeah. like, 14 or something. Yeah, dude, that's the way to do it. I, I don't think you... I remember one time we went to go watch a movie, and I think it was Hell or High Water, and it was rated R, and we were both, like, 16 at the time. Yeah. And they didn't ID us or anything, so we just went straight in, and, awesome. like, nothing but old white people watching yeah. Hell or High Water. It was, it was the perfect vibe, dude. Uh-huh. It was like, yes, this is the environment I want. It was a really good movie, too. Honestly. Yeah, no, really good movie. Um, Turn around, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> no, yeah. no young people here. Okay, yeah. cool. But, um, yeah, so anything else you want to talk about Birds of Prey? Anything about the controversy? Um, if you don't... Uh, Coming from someone who hasn't seen it. Yeah. If you didn't like Suicide Squad, I'm still probably going to watch it just because it looks fun. Yeah, it is fun. Really fun. And just because I like Harley Quinn. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to watch that? So, like... Yeah. But if you don't want to watch it, don't also talk about it on Twitter. Yeah. And don't... Uh, another thing that really drives me insane is reviewing a movie that you haven't seen. Or... Yeah. Or talking mess about a film you haven't seen. <sighs> so, like, if you haven't seen Birds of Prey and you're talking shit about it while you haven't seen the movie... And telling all your friends to not see it, don't do that. Don't do that, cause uh, you'll get a strong feedback from me. It's like, watch the film first. Yeah. Get in your opinion. If you don't want to watch, don't talk about it. Easy. You don't have to watch it. That's your way of showing the film that it's you don't want to watch. It's weird because I feel like most people that are hating on it will enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a it, that happens with a lot of films too. Like if you want to watch a movie. And something happens where you find out all the women are directing it or starring in it and a woman directs it. And then you automatically, that turns you off and you don't give the movie a chance. It's like, if you give it a chance, you'll probably enjoy it and you'll probably like it and recommend it. To exactly. People. If you didn't know it was directed by a woman, you would love it. Yeah, exactly. And so, so yeah, the, the controversy is really dumb. But Birds of Prey is really good. So... Go watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's a strong recommend for me. Um, it's a fun time at the movies. Um, we should talk about how, like, people who haven't watched movies review them or critique them. Because, like, yeah. I recently saw on YouTube this guy talking about the Oscars, like we did. Yeah. And he was talking about how Parasite should not have been in the Best Picture uh, category because it already won in the foreign film. And since it's a foreign film... And it won there, it shouldn't get a chance to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, and that person didn't see the movie. Yeah. And it was just like. I think I've seen that video. Yeah. You know who else said that this week? Our president. Good old Donald. Donald Trump. Uh, He was at his rally. And he was also talking about the Academy Awards. Not only did he blast the academy for giving parasite best picture same argument it's a foreign film yeah it has subtitles no it's not an american what i happens? gotta read he mentioned gone with the wind sunset boulevard i guarantee you donald trump has never seen sunset boulevard probably not who's even made it through gone of the wind no offense i mean i don't know i don't know if they're gonna release it's probably after the presidency but they released all the films that they've watched in the Oval, or not in the, in the White House. Bro, he doesn't remember. I literally want to see that list. He doesn't remember. I want to see the list that he's, the movies that he's seen. He's far too gone. 
He's yeah, but um, he also talked mess about Brad Pitt. Called him a little man or he's something. A little man. I'm like, what the heck? It's Brad Pitt. And I saw this tweet on Twitter. I forgot who it was. I'll shout you out if I find it. But they said the they quoted that, and they mentioned Brad Pitt is called a little man by Donald Trump. Now there's even more of a reason to stand to Brad Pitt. Yeah. But like, it's so. Look, we can we can we can get political on this. Listen, we, we get it. To. You hate South yeah. Korean people. Wow. <laughs> it's one of those things where, even though they're just spoon feeding stuff, like even small things like the Academy Awards, like Parasite winning, they're just spoon feeding it to their base. Um, but um, even with hating Brad Pitt for. Wait, why did he hate Brad Pitt? I don't know. I don't remember it. But I think it was because of his speech. Like, he was talking about, oh, he made a little speech or he made a... uh, He thinks he's a wise guy. He thinks he's a wise guy. And I don't know why he came at Brad Pitt like that. He comes at everyone. He comes at everyone. SNL all the time. Yeah. And they do, like, terrible jokes about him, like, every Saturday. So, like... Yeah. So, um, yeah. But what do you think about that? Like, okay, so that person on YouTube hasn't seen the movie, critiquing it, like... shouldn't think it should be in Best Picture because it was in Best Foreign Film already. What do you think about that? Dumb. Stupid. It doesn't make any sense, right? Stupid. And he, here's the point he made. He was like, um, Best Animated Film. It shouldn't... That's not in Best Picture. And Up was literally nominated for Best Picture yeah. back whenever it came out. Toy Story 3, nominated for Best Picture. Bro. Like... Like, people just... They forget. They don't understand. It's, um... They're like, my American film has to be in the best picture. Yeah. It's, and you can tell why their, their intentions of that argument. Like, you can tell their intentions. Like, if someone's talking about Parasite, an international film, like a South Korean film, and they, and they haven't seen it, and they say, why is it nominated for best picture? There's no way a film that's not made in America can win best can be the best film made this year there's no way there's no way that an international film from anywhere under than the united <laughs> states of america it's just like, it's like honestly if even if it was like south korean and it didn't have subtitles and it was in english i feel like it's the subtitles thing dude i feel like people just can't get over reading it is and you want to know why no one's ever talked about a british film winning best picture how and there's no controversy over that. True. It's a it's an international film. It's a foreign film. Wow. No one's ever talked about that. Yeah, and I need subtitles to like. Yeah. <laughs> hear what they're saying because I don't know. They I need subtitles weird. for American for American <laughs> films sometimes. Yeah. But um yeah so like you can it's 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 a race thing it's a like you know there are true intentions like a British film has won Best Picture multiple times no one said anything about it. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's because like it's they, sad. They look different from us. They, it's they're from a different place. It's so stupid. Um, I need American Joker to win. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's it. That's what his favorite movie. Yeah. Why? Why didn't Joker win? <laughs> Joker. I, I would have been you no. Know, and then I think in that video he was like, I would have been fine if any other movies like Little Women, right? Blah, blah. But Parasite. Raise your hand if you've seen Parasite. Like he's making a big scene. Watch it. Give us your opinion why you don't like the film. And the thing about, like, he hasn't seen it. Trump, like, why he didn't like it. I mean, yeah, obviously it was, like, 
You know why he's saying yeah. that. Yeah. But I also think he didn't even see it. I don't think he got through no. the first 20 minutes. When he, he saw their side, I was like, what is has, this? In this speech, he hasn't. He said, has anyone seen Parasite? I okay. mean, I don't know. Like, he's like, I don't know, maybe for best foreign, but like for best big, like he hasn't seen it. That's so weird. He's giving his critiques on like movies. Is yeah. he a movie guy? Has he seen like? No. Did he? You think he saw Irishman? No, dude. No, I I feel like if you, if the White House releases the list of movies that he's seen, it's gonna be bad. It's not gonna be movies. It's gonna be like Fox News. He screened the Joker. I know that for sure. Fox and Friends. He's just like. I don't think he cares, and I, I don't really care about like. His opinion, it doesn't no. matter. It's just people using his opinion to further their argument. It's right. like, uh, he, the president even agrees with me or says the same thing I do. He's right. the president. I'm like, he doesn't have an opinion because he hasn't seen the movie. Like, if you've seen the movie True. and you genuinely don't like it, that's a conversation to be had because I want to find out why you don't like it. But if you just say because it's, it's a foreign film, foreign, quote-unquote, it's international. Bro, I want to know what movies he's watched now. Yeah. Like, it's, it is interesting. I, I do want to find out what movies he has seen. But, yeah, if you're if you're a reviewer and you review films that you haven't seen, don't do that. Don't do that. They're still going to do it. Yeah. Just, I don't know, get off YouTube or something. Yeah. And so maybe just mention it if you want. Like, hey, this review or this movie is getting... Well, it's also the thing about how we um, validate movies in the Oscars. Like, it won Best Picture, you know that? Mm-hmm. Which is, like, an amazing feat. Like, it's incredible to be recognized for, your, like, your art and everything. Yeah. But also, it's just how much we give the Oscars or any Academy Awards credit for, like, recommending your art to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't necessarily need them because it just this just stirs up more controversy, controversy, which is good for the movie, mm-hmm. and it's great that like it won Best Picture, but it also brings people like that. Yeah, it's getting a lot of box office success after That's the, good. the the award ceremony. Like it's um, I think there's gonna be a screening in IMAX now. Like IMAX picked it up because they want to screen I'll in IMAX. See again. Um, I heard early talks that it was gonna be shown in black and white, which is cool. Um, wow. they they said that. It spiked the box office number spiked after that so that's cool people are actually going to see a film that's not you know in english like an, yeah. uh, an uh, international film which is cool because there's so much so many talented filmmakers that aren't living here in the u.s that live in south korea that live in france that live in germany live in africa like all these like these are great filmmakers that don't get enough credit and it's like open the door for them yes which is great it's great um but yeah so any thoughts any other thoughts on people reviewing films that they haven't seen nah no yeah just don't do it go watch the movie i don't know what to tell you go watch the movie dude yeah sorry 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 if i offended you oh wait no i'm not (laughs) so so yeah so i guess we can uh go to recommendations things that we've seen this week or heard this week yeah um Um, you want to go first what i watch i watched i lost my body yeah. On Netflix. Uh-huh. Animated film. What did you think? It was good. It was really good. Nice. Confusing, but like... Some, confusing. It's not really that confusing. I'm just... 
I'm kind of dumb sometimes when I watch movies. I'm just like looking at the pretty colors, <laughs> and the score was amazing too. The score was fantastic. Yeah. If you don't like like animated films or, or whatever, I, like who doesn't? Okay, but like just listen to the score. It's so beautiful, dude. Yeah. I don't know who did it. I should probably find that out. Yeah, I should probably find that out too. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, great animation. Great story. Yeah. When it was uh when it was nominated for best. Animated feature. I was shocked. I yeah. didn't think there was gonna get nominated. And when it got nominated, I was so excited because I watched this film Christmas, Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. I watched it, and it like emotionally not changed me, but emotionally kind of like drained me in a good way. In a good way because like once you're done with the movie, like it's so emotionally satisfying. I guess for me it was. Especially with the score and um, the, the with the dialogue, like it's all it's in French, so you have to read mm-hmm. another subtitle film. Oh no! Which is oh, oh my god! No. Don't please people watch it. <laughs> it's a good movie, but um, but yeah, I that's why I recommended it to you because it's so good. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you want to get into spoilers for that, and if you want to say some stuff. Um. Well, I guess for now, like for the non-spoiler part, it's great. It's great. It's, it's awesome. On, it's on Netflix. You watch can watch it. it. So maybe for like the next thirty seconds we can spoil a little bit if you want to. If not, we'll yeah. move on. You want to okay. spoil a little bit? You want to talk about it? Yes. Cool. Okay. So spoiler start now. His hand gets cut <laughs> off. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the film, I lost my body, is because he lost his hand. Yeah. The main character. And also like like about the title. So like I lost my body. Yeah. I'm trying to think about that. Like okay, so he's obviously like, you know, he loves this girl. Okay, so yeah, it starts off with him. Starts off with a hand. Starts off with a hand, with his hand, and it's just moving by itself. Mm-hmm. So it's like a magical element there, where you're you're focusing on this hand, this severed hand that's moving, and you kind of it kind of starts to gain character, you know, while it moves, how it moves, how it thinks, like trying to find something, trying to find something, and you don't know what it is. And then, have you seen it more recently? Does it go to flashbacks first? The black and white flashbacks, or is it that later on in the film? It it happens throughout the movie, like it's scattered okay. throughout the movie. Scattered throughout the movie. So there's flashbacks of him as a kid, with his hand, a lot of close-ups of his hand, so you mm-hmm. you know that it's his. And um, a fly. And a fly. There's a fly all around this film, or multiple flies, right? Or is it just one? I like to think it was just one fly one following fly. him around his whole life. Yeah. That's a cool way to look at it, to be honest, because there, sometimes there's some flies, man. That is, yeah, they, bro, they don't die. They don't die, dude. They, they continue living. Yeah, and so, and so, yeah, that happens, and you realize that he, the hand is f- trying to find his body. Yeah. And so, it's the, the whole movie is about a kind of like a journey following the hand, uh, trying to find his 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 body, and in that you get flashbacks of. The, the body, the man, the, the boy who lost his hand. He didn't lose his hand yet. He didn't lose his hand yet. So the flashbacks are like with him, with his hand, with everything, mm-hmm. living his life. Um, and he meets a girl. Uh, not face to face, but like he delivers pizza. Like an intercom. Yeah, through an intercom, he talks with her. And they seem to hit it off. And he kind of feels understood for the first time. Um, like this girl kind of understands him and like what he's going through and they hit it off really well and so you go to his point of view 
And he's trying to find this girl. He's trying to find her. And he's, like, he's trying to find her. He's doing everything he can to find this yeah, girl. He's because he had such a strong emotional connection. To learning him. new jobs. Like, what was yeah. he doing? Carpenting? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, carpenting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because um, her uncle had the carpeting shop. Yeah. So he decided to get a job there to get closer to her. Obviously, he doesn't tell her that he was a guy delivering the pizza to her over the, and they were talking over the intercom he never mentions that to her so it's kind of stockyish a little bit no it is yeah so <laughs> it he kind of <laughs> never tells her he does everything he can to get close to her um exploits that a little bit but um yeah so you get that and then the hand it's like yeah. super dangerous journey like it's just the hand um what'd you think about like the journey with the hand like cool things that popped out it was really fun yeah that was like a really fun part of the movie mm-hmm. when he's like parachuting down there's like astronaut like free to go yeah Come on. yeah um there's this one part where uh he's at the hand is at the train station and he falls down with and, the rats with the rats yeah and he has to protect himself from the rats um it's a really cool sequence um and yeah that that scene you were talking about where, he, where the hand's parachuting and it kind of looked because he I think as a kid wanted to be an astronaut or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or he was flying something. And so the hand was kind of living that dream of being an astronaut because it was flying through the wind. And and then the scene was like, he's like in the blind man's house. Yeah. And he's playing the piano. Yeah. And he's just looking at him because he liked playing the piano as a kid. Yeah. That was really, that was really nice. It's very poetic and it's very poignant to what it's trying to say. I think to me it's, it talks a lot about existence and... A lot about what are we put on this earth to do mm-hmm. through the through the journey of the hand and through the journey of of the boy trying to be with this girl, and it, I think they talk about a leap of faith all the time, and how you think about doing something but you don't actually do it until you like when you do it. It's kind of like was that planned or was that or were you going against faith? Mm-hmm. You know, like how or not faith you're going against. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, uh, when you believe that everything happens for a reason, what is it called? And you're like, you're going against that. You're going against that. You're so making your own path. You're making your own path. And so, yeah, no, this, the score is beautiful. I love the score. It's so hypnotic. It's so, um, I think I mentioned this before in the other podcast. I talked about the score too. Uh, what did you think of the score? Someone who does make beats and make scores now it's great i yeah. don't it's it's really touching yeah a lot of the scenes mm-hmm. um yeah like you said it was like hypnotic at times yeah it really takes you it takes you into that world first yeah. of all yeah and the journey with the hand is so like it's like kind of funny at times yeah and then it gets serious it's kind so, of uh what were you gonna say sorry i was just saying it's really beautiful yeah it's really touching um, I was going to say the, uh, so, like, you thought, like, what it meant, the movie. I thought, like, when you, like, find someone, you, like, you lose yourself over them. Like, I don't know, you lose. I think I lost a hand, you yeah. know? I lost my body. Yeah. He's, like, he wants this person, you know? Yeah. So he, like, loses himself over her. And, like, things might get out of hand when you're trying to go after, like, what you want, you know? Yeah. I feel like this movie um, 
I guess I'm sounding repetitive, but it knew what it was trying to do and it told it in the most creative way possible. Like, who thinks about having a severed hand have this journey of... And a mind. S- and eyes. <laughs> yeah, and have this journey of, like, self-reflection and, and you know, fighting themselves with the hand and the actual person. Like, it's... It's so creative. Like, when I first watched it, I I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. And the animation, too. It's so good. The animation is... It's very... It's a... It's not like the usual style we're used to, like, with Pixar or anything, Disney. Like, it's very cool. It's um, it's very different, but it's it's very vivid. Like, visually... Very colorful, too. Very colorful. It's very visually satisfying, like, yeah. when you're watching it. Um, but, yeah. Any closing thoughts? on Go watch it. I know we just spoiled the shit out of it. Go watch it again, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's really cool. Regardless of what we said, like, you should experience this movie. It's really good. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. So, um, so that's the end of the spoiler section. Of, We're done. I lost my body. We're done. We're done. That was more than 30 seconds. Yeah, that was more, than, that was more like <laughs> sorry 30 minutes. Sorry, we went but, in the middle of that. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, so you can just skip ahead a little yeah, bit. Sorry. Skip ahead. Okay, so now... We can talk about anything else you've seen. I can. Um, oh yeah, I saw Sex Education. I've been watching. I haven't seen all, seen it all, but uh, I know Joey's seen it. Yeah. I want to talk about it uh, with him more. Okay. You have um, like questions you want to ask him or something? I have, I have some not necessarily questions. I just want to just chat about it. Oh shit! It's really popular. It is popular. Yeah. I know a lot of people who've seen Sex Education. Yeah. It's I've on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um. I'm waiting for Joe to talk about it. I've seen it. I've seen two episodes. I'm going to watch the rest. Nice. I just have some questions. Okay. So I take it you might have a different opinion hmm? than him. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, then we'll leave it at that. Um, I want to... Last night I saw Waves with my girlfriend because it's my second time seeing Waves. Not a lot of people have known about this movie. It's my favorite movie of last year, of 2019. It's... It's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spoil it for you because I know you want to see it, but I'll, I'll like a little. I'll give a little review of it. Um, it's kind of like a s- drama, and I think it's um, the the genre is a sports drama. I think, but it's so much deeper than that. Um, you've seen the Place Beyond the Pines, right? With Ryan Gosling. I have not. Okay, then I'm not gonna say anything, but. Waves really is a story that takes you by surprise. You don't really know what's going on. If you watch the trailer, I wouldn't recommend watching the trailer. Okay. Just go in blind if you can. But um, the trailer sets a picture of what the movie it's going to be about. It sounds very beautiful and everything. And the movie is really beautiful. It's shot really well. Um, They play with the aspect ratio a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah, with it, with yeah. certain themes. The soundtrack is amazing. The score is good. It's by Alex Ross and uh, Trent Reznor. They do a lot of David Fincher stuff. But the soundtrack to this, like the songs that they choose for this mm-hmm. film, oh, it's so good. Like, they have a little bit of Kanye. They have a little bit of Frank Ocean. Like, all that cool stuff. It's tight. Yeah, tight. But um, it's... Okay, I, wanna, I don't want to spoil this. But the movie... <laughs> is basically two parts basically a little bit it you can there's a tonal shift in the movie okay that happens midway 
and you see it from new perspectives to film. And um, I remember when I saw it in the theater, like you recognize the aspect ratio, mm-hmm. and that has to do a lot with with the plot going on. So they use different aspect ratios at different times for different situations in the film, different scenes in the film, which I thought was really cool. Um, the Lucas Hedges is in it. Uh, uh, Sterling K. Brown plays the dad. Um, there's a lot of other really, really fantastic performances in this movie. Like, I was surprised when it didn't get nominated, at least for Best Supporting Actor for Sterling K. Brown. It didn't get nominated for anything? For anything. You got... Okay. I, I think that has to do a lot with A24 and how they pick certain films to, you know, put their support behind, but, like, they right, don't... Right, because I saw nothing about that movie. Yeah. Man. Like, no marketing. Nothing at all. And so it was... It's crazy how I found it. How did I find it? I don't know. I think I saw the trailer, and I was interested, so I watched the first half of the trailer. And I clicked off of it. Like, it, it instantly got me because they played uh, Godspeed by Frank Ocean. They used that song in the trailer. And so, like, I was like, huh? Like, that, like I love that song. Yeah. And so I watched the beginning part, and I was like, wow, this looks really great. And so I clicked off of it, and I was like, no, thank you. I'm going to see it. I'm sold. And then I saw Kevin Abstract tweet. That's what I did see. I saw yeah. him tweet about it. He like... tweeted about it, and he saw it early, and he said that it was really, really, really good that... It was his favorite movie. And so, I love Kevin Abstract. I love yeah. Brockhampton. And he's from Corpus. Yeah. You know, that's cool. We saw him here. We saw him here at the treadmill. Yeah. And so, that was enough for me to make it, like, my top priority to go see. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it had critically it had critical acclaim. But not a lot of people have seen it. So, it was a few people who have seen it. And so, I went to go watch it. And, man... It's it's a powerhouse of a film. Like you don't you rarely see films made this way, um, that make you feel certain things, um, and it's so raw at times. But it's so beautiful the way they portray these emotions and these feelings, and sometimes scary. Like a lot of things that that's what I like about like A twenty four. Yeah, it's kind of their style. Yeah, it's like okay, you're enjoying the movie. And then some fuck shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just like, all right, man, it's time to get real now. <laughs> yeah. Like in eighth grade, I'm just like. Oh, I love eighth grade. Oh, my <sighs> gosh, dude. Was yeah. it eighth grade? Yeah. Or like Where? In, in the middle. Where? It's like almost like it gets weird in, in a car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, but. um, Like the, like movies like that. But they're not scared to be real. And I feel yeah. like that's the. And it's Bo Burnham. I love Bo Burnham. Yeah. He's funny. Um, he's super talented, like a great comedian. He can sing, he can play instruments, and then he's like, "Oh, let me just direct this beautiful movie." It's like that's so good. Dang, like why are you? Ta-? And he's like six foot, like six. He's like, <laughs> dude, he's he's like a perfect human being. But but yeah, no waves. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen. It. I know Brian wants to watch it, so I want to watch it. I'll lend him the Blu-ray. Um, Give me the digital file. Digital file. Um, yeah, so that's my review of Waves. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. I know it's not on any streaming services now. Try to find it. Try to find it. Rent it. Rent it, yeah. We can rent it on Amazon Prime, I think. Or buy it on Blu-ray. Why not? Um, why not? Just give it a shot. 
if it's cheap. I don't know. I don't know if you want to spend a lot of money on it, but it's very well made. Um, the director Trey Edward Schultz, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. He did It Comes at Night for A24. I haven't seen that. I think I've seen the beginning of it, but I haven't seen I haven't seen it fully. So he's in the A24 family. But yeah, powerhouse of a film. You won't regret it. And if you do regret it, tweet at me. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tweet at <laughs> Think Movie Show. I regret watching this movie. <laughs> and you can talk mess if you hated it. If you liked it, you can let us know on social media. Um, or you can personally tag me at Frank Lopez underscore 14. We should talk about that. Movies we... Or like experiences at the movies okay. you regret going to. Okay, so yeah. Soon. We can talk about that. We can talk about some bad movie experiences now. Or good movie experiences, but I mean, some of the best. I think, you know, we have more fun talking about the bad experiences. Do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. You want me to go first? Okay. Um, I'll go a good one. Okay. First, I'll go a good one. Um, the first time that I wa- I saw Split in theater. Mm-hmm. M Night Shyamalan. Everyone knows him. He directed The Sixth Sense, the Unbreakable. Signs. He also did the last airbender happening. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. He uh he's done some bangers and then you know, some might say non bangers. <laughs> yeah, <know>? bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some might say some trash. But nonetheless I respect him as a filmmaker, regardless yeah. of those films, because yeah. the first three that he's made to me are some of the best films ever made. So I have so much respect for M. Night. And so I came in with Split. You know, I saw some reviews. People were like, go watch it. It's pretty good. And maybe he's back to form, you know. So I was excited. And it's a smaller film, thriller. I was like, I'm in. And so I went to go watch it by myself. I think it was the, one of the first times I watched it by myself. Uh, a movie, like in the theater. Okay. And I was pretty nervous. I was like walking in. I, was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to talk <laughs> I to. I yeah. I was like... And it was a packed theater, so I was, like, in between, like, a couple and another couple. Okay. And so I was, like, right there in the middle. Like, perfect, perfect seat. I was, mm-hmm. like, right in the middle. And um, I remember sitting down, um, watching the film. I really liked Split, so I was enjoying a lot of it, a lot of thriller aspects. Um, and uh, I was, like, this is a great film. Like, wow. And it was getting towards the end. And I was, like, wow, like, I'm really liking this film a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, spoilers, again, if you haven't seen Split, you know, kind of a big spoiler of the film. But, I mean, it's, it's been, been out, out for a while. It's been out for a while. So and if you're a diehard, like, Shyamalan If fan, you're a diehard Shyamalan you've fan, seen it. you've seen it. If not, maybe this will spark your interest because yeah. I'm not spoiling the ending of the film. Or, well, it's you, still a great movie to it's watch. It's a great movie to watch. Without the spoiler. Yeah, so, like, so, go watch it. So go watch it because everyone's seen The Sixth Sense. Knowing the spoiler, right? <laughs> so like, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's seen the film without knowing the the main thing about the Sixth Sense. I'm not gonna spoil it here, but but yeah. So split, the ending shows up, and I'm like, wow, this is really great. And um, they focus on the main character's perspective, and um, he's a very he's changed physically. Um, he has like a personality thing where he has different personalities take over his body. And they're all talking to him. And the score that plays underneath, like the music that plays underneath, I recognized it instantly. I was like, wait, that's from Unbreakable, the score. 
And so in my head, I'm like, okay, it's the same director, same composer, I'm assuming. So maybe they just borrowed the score. And then I could hear people in the theater react to the score too. They're like, huh? Like what? And I was thinking in my head, oh, they realized that that's the Unbreakable score. But I wasn't really thinking anything much of it until they get to the diner scene and the score picks up. And it's, it's you know, it's iconic. I love that score. James Newton Howard score for Unbreakable. And it pans, it pans. And then they mention Mr. Glass. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, that's a character from Unbreakable. And then they show Bruce Willis, who is the main character from Unbreakable. And then it all clicks. You're like, oh my gosh, this is in the same universe as Unbreakable. And I remember having this huge rush of chills come at me because Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I really enjoyed this movie. And so to find out that this was like a a hidden sequel to this movie, I was so shocked. Um, the people like next to me, they were all confused. They're like, why is Bruce Willis in this movie? Like they were confused. And I knew I had to get out of there. Like I had to talk to people. And then I messaged Brian as soon as I got out. I was like, Brian, you have to see Split. Don't look at any spoilers. And I think I mentioned to you that. I was confused because yeah. I was like, what is this? Because yeah. I know Split. Yeah. But I think uh, Francisco told me to watch uh, Unbreakable. Uh-huh. And I watched it. I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what does this have to do with Split? So I saw the trailer, like, what is it? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. And I was like, whoa. I think, yeah. I, I think I saw it with you because you watched it again. Maybe. I think I watched it with you again, maybe. I was like, holy shit. I did watch it with you again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that, to me, it's one of the most jaw-dropping experiences I've ever had. M. Night Shyamalan did it to me again. So, yeah. And then I was, like, hooked on that story. Yeah. On the Unbreakable split. Everything. No, yeah, it's... It's great. I, I love that film. It's it's amazing. And then... And then Glass came out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I guess we could talk about Glass because yeah. it leads into, like, a... A bad experience. A bad experience. Man, dude. Okay, so... We were hyped for this movie. <laughs> oh, so hyped. It was going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be the best movie ever. We go watch it. You know? 15 minutes in, we're like, okay... Yeah. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Yeah, we know what's happening. I met Shyamalan is in the movie. Yeah. he's. I forgot what he did. He was a store manager or something, cashier. I don't know. Yeah. He was just chilling there. Chilling yeah, like a villain. It's weird. Yeah. Awesome. And then, like, the last the last act. Uh, yeah. It sucked. <laughs> We're so disappointed. Uh... Yeah, I um and it wasn't even like a bad like like Suicide Squad bad where it was kind of entertaining somewhat and okay. you're trying to follow the movie it's kind of confusing. This was like all over the place. It was it was kind of boring at times the second yeah. second half, like the middle act. And then people start pulling out their iPhones at the end. <laughs> like, whoa, dude, look. Look at this crazy clip I saw on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, okay, so do you want to spoil Glass? Yeah. Okay, so this is a spoiler review for Glass. It came out last year. You don't it have did? to see it. It's. It feels like it came out five years ago. I think it came out last year. 
Early last year. Probably. It probably did. No, it did come out like January or February last year. I, I know it did, right? Uh, it came out. I'm going to be so wrong. Uh, January 18th, 2019. I knew it, it came out almost exactly a year from now. Yeah, January movies. Like, why did this movie come out in January? That's, no, and I remember. That's why. I remember when it was announced it was com- coming out in January, and I was like, uh, wait, no. Because Split came out in January. And I was like, okay, so maybe this is just him, you know. Usually when something comes out in January, if it's not from last year, like from the Oscar races from last year, like a bigger release, mm-hmm. usually it's like a dumpster where people just, <laughs> studios just release their films at. Yeah. But I don't know. You see, like, Bad Boys got released in January, Taken got released in January. So I don't know. But usually it's not a good sign. And so I was like, okay, maybe whatever. I'm still hyped about this. And then you watch the film. The first, like, five minutes are great. Mm-hmm. I was in it. Like, the score was, like, thumping and, like, mm-hmm. crazy. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is... We're finally watching this. And then... It just happens. And then... You're defending the, fi- the film the entire time. Yeah. And They're all in the hospital. Oh, my God. And it's like, okay... They're being contained, it's, right? Yeah, no, they're being contained. Sarah Paulson is in this movie, and she plays, like, this psychiatrist or this person who has these two in here and is trying to convince them that their superpowers aren't real, that she specializes in this new form of mental illness where people think they're superheroes. And so that's a cool concept. Yeah. I don't think it was... It, did, it wasn't handled right. It wasn't like, handled I th- right. I hated that character. Though. Yeah. I don't. I didn't like her character at all. I was like, why are you being so mean to them, <laughs> dude? Stop. And she has this, like, nice, like, I love Sarah Paulson, but she has this, like, way of acting in this movie where, like, she plays this calming, calming presence. And it's so infuriating because it's, we know they're superheroes. Yeah. She knows they're powerful. And it was just annoying the whole time, like. Yeah. I wanted to see them do cool shit. Yeah. It's, um... And, and then they contend. It's like, what for? Yeah. It's, um, uh, not good. And then the very end, the thing that pissed me off was when, because Bruce Willis, um, his weakness is water. And so, in Unbreakable, they have this amazing scene where... He overcomes his weakness of water because he's trying to save this family from the orange man. And it's so inspiring. It's so powerful. He gets out of the water and he saves the family. And then you go to Split. He's in this giant tube of water and he punches his way out. And you're like, dang, like he did it again. He's so strong. He's so strong. And Nothing then, can stop him. And then he falls on the ground and like there's a puddle. There's like a pothole. With, like, water in it. Just a puddle. We're, like, head deep. They put his head in there, and they killed him. With the puddle. I was so confused. I was like, he's not dead. He's not dead. There's no way he's dead. He's going to get it's up and a, beat everyone's ass. It's a puddle. He's super strong. And he dies. Nah, bro. He, he died. He died. He's dead. I was... I was like, what? What? He was just in a huge container of water. He punched his way out of it because of his will, his everything, and he dies from a puddle. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god! And Terrible then they, experience. And then they have this thing where he finally touches Sarah Paulson because he has this power where if he touches someone, he can see what what wrongs they've done or like the things that they've done bad. And it's like the secret organization where they try to keep superheroes from the public. Yeah, so weird. They're like in like a diner, not even a diner, like a fancy restaurant. Yeah, one person one leaves. One person leaves. <laughs> they look. They all get quiet. They all look to the door. They're like. All right, we can start. A bunch it's, of suits, like, bro. It was so weird. Like, they were waiting for this one person to leave, and then they locked the door, and they're like, let's have this evil superhero, supervillain meeting. I'm like... Like, bro, just get on Messenger on Facebook. <laughs> Why do y'all need to do this? It's... Yeah, no. It... And... Look, God bless M. Night Shyamalan, but, like... That wasn't a twist. That was no. just another plot element that got no, added that, at that the last the minute. that wasn't twist yet. Oh, you're right. You're right. So then... The twist was that Mr. Glass recorded the entire fight between the Split, uh, uh, James McAvoy's character from Split, mm-hmm. and Unbreakable. Like they're fighting at the very end, and Mr. and Glass is like manipulating them both into mm-hmm. fighting, and so he records the whole thing, and his master plan is to record it and to send it out to the people so he can prove that superheroes do exist. Um, yeah. The the error in thinking that that would work, I'm assuming M. Night Shyamalan thought about this movie back when he made Unbreakable. Um, anyone can make fake videos. Yeah. And that's not even the worst part. He sends it out, and <laughs> he sends it out, and he's like, my work here is done. Everyone will know the superheroes exist because of this video. Security footage. And the main character is like the girl from Unbreakable. Um, who else is in it? Um, the His mom? Glass's mom, mom I right? think. Glass's mom. And then um, uh, Bruce Willis is the character from Unbreakable. His son. Right. His son. They all released the video footage online. Of the security footage of them fighting the superheroes, like super strength, super speed, whatever. And they're in a train station, and then as soon as they upload it, everyone gets on their phones, everyone gets a notification, and it's on the news, it's everywhere. And people are just like, oh my god, superheroes live amongst us. And like they're like making a big deal, and it's like it zooms in on them, and they're like, it's like a hero shot of them. Like they did their part bro if you saw that on twitter i'd be like haha that's so funny <laughs> like all right keep scrolling <laughs> people now that wouldn't happen especially that quick yeah whoa this is awesome they're fighting whoa cool edit bro and just and it's like mr glass is just posting online he just wanted to post <laughs> yeah he just wanted to post he wanted to get followers on a, twitter he was a poster he just wanted to get his cloud up yeah mm. and i remember the score was like so euphoric and like trying to make you feel a certain way and i was like felt the opposite and i was like i don't feel anything i want this movie to end yeah and then it ended and i walked out we yeah. walked out and we were like terrible man like, it was oh such gosh. a bad experience yeah but um like we don't see a movie and then be like wow this is like kind of bad right afterwards but like after that we're like what happened yeah and this it isn't because like i think it's bad because there's some elements of the movie that i think work mm-hmm. and I know M. Night Shyamalan is a gifted director. 
Like, you know, oh, I yeah, know he course. knows his stuff. So I'm just, what went wrong? You know, what could have, what could have changed? What was it happened? rushed? I think it might have been, maybe. Maybe he saw the Because the gap between um, Unbreakable and Split was huge. Huge. And then he saw the success, the success of uh, Two Split. Years. Two years. All right, let's make the trilogy. I follow. think he wanted to make it. Who he's planning on making this movie. Mm-hmm. But again, circumstances circumstances change in the real world where maybe story elements from this movie could have worked twenty years ago, but like not today. Yeah, when Mr. Glass like posted it, someone was gonna like quote RTM and get more followers. Yeah, him. he's like LMFAO. LMFAO crying no emoji. Way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. World Star Hip Hop. Y'all see this? <laughs> yeah, with like, the flushed emoji. Oh my god. Y'all Joe see Button this? on the podcast. Did yeah. you see this fake video? This yeah. guy retweeted. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's a bad experience we've had. Do you have any other ones that you want to talk about? Not any bad experiences, mainly just like fun ones. I just remember seeing Civil War, and then like Spider Man. Oh comes yeah. Out. Oh, we got this kid from from Brooklyn. Yeah. The. Where's he from? Is he not from Brooklyn? Is he from Brooklyn? He probably is Brooklyn. He's. I don't know where he's from. He's Queens. Queens, Brooklyn. Who's from Brooklyn? Uh, Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. He's talking about it. He goes, we got this kid from Queens. Yeah, and he's like, or I think they... No, yeah. not Captain America. Iron Man is talking yeah. about Yeah, Queens. Yeah, Queens. And then during the airport fight, Cap's like, where are you from? And he's like, Queens. And he's like, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Brooklyn. But, like, the scene where he's like, yeah, we got this kid from Queens. And then the whole, like, the whole theater just erupted. Yeah. Just stood up. And I was like, what? They lost their minds when they, like... Heard, heard about Spider-Man. That was yeah. crazy. That was so fun. I love that. Yeah. Um, I was there with you. Yeah. And it was back when you couldn't reserve seats. Yeah. So we were there like three hours early. Yep. And people were already waiting for the 10. We, we saw the 7 p.m. showing and people were already there for the 1030 mm-hmm. p.m. And we were waiting in line with, I saw a couple of buddies of mine. They were going to watch it at 1030. So we sat with them and then we asked them like, hey, what time are you watching? They're like, oh, 1030. They're like, oh, like we're for the seven. Like, oh, wow, like, we're here early. And then we asked more people in the line. They're like, yeah, they're all 10. We're like, they're all 1030. We're yeah. like, uh, what? Like, is this the right line? Like, I know. And then we asked one of the Matinee people. Or not Matinee, but, like, the one of the people that worked there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, is this the line for the 7? They're like, no, you can go in now. And so we're like, oh, so we've been waiting here for an hour yeah, for no dude. reason. Okay, so we went inside. But, but yeah, um, super fun experience. It was so fun. Yeah. Um another I mean we already talked about Arrival last time how that movie like Florida's Florida's um great movie experience um I've had a lot of experiences where people talk and text during the movie like loud or they just on their phones the entire time so like their brightness is super like don't text and talk in the movie theater like Mm -hmm. if you want to talk like go outside don't like hello yeah no yeah I'm in the movie theater right now (laughs) Yeah, I'll call you later. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're, it's in the middle of a. Of yeah, a I'm movie. seeing this Harley Quinn movie. Oh my gosh, she's not wearing short shorts anymore. What's going on with this movie? It's like, dude, like, what do you do? And then people were like, be quiet. And then they're like, they make more of a. Yeah. What? Do you, shut up! You shut up! And it's like you're not helping. Imagine someone tweeting, live tweeting during a movie. Oh my gosh! Like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? It's so crazy. Now look, if you're the only person in the theater. Yeah, why not? Go for it. Go for it. It's but it's movie etiquette, you know. And also, like, look, I might get some some negative feedback on this, but, like, if you have little, little kids 
and maybe they're not old enough to watch movie yet maybe don't bring them i know it's hard because there's a lot of animated films that they want to see and that's totally fine but like when you watch like a drama or something and you bring the kids in there and like they're talking or crying or one time i saw a movie with my cousin and the baby was just playing with my cousin the entire time my cousin was like eight <laughs> and the, the baby was like two and it was just playing with my cousin the entire time and so that's like just it's cute and all but it's like distracting shut know? up and like my cousin was kind of like, like towards the middle she was like okay yeah. like and so yeah so if you you know just movie etiquette don't bring babies don't bring babies in the movie theater like if they start crying it's like oh gosh like I know you're dealing with a lot and you yeah. want to watch a movie but maybe get a babysitter you know that baby has no idea what's happening inside yeah the movie. <laughs> it's like come on they're not interested. I am. Show them a toy review channel on YouTube. They'll be way more. Inter- they will be way more entertained than they yeah. will be watching Toy Story Four or something. Yeah. Trust me. Give and you save money. <laughs> yeah. Save money, but um, but yeah um. I think those are like the ones that stand out to me. Well, you had more with the the screen and the. the oh audio. yeah yeah yeah. So I watched Infinity War. Uh, with uh, my girlfriend and a couple of friends. It was my third time watching it. So thank God it wasn't my first time. So um, if you haven't seen Infinity War, well, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Whatever. But, I mean, everyone knows what happens in Infinity War. <laughs> but um, there's a scene where something happens um, and Thanos gets a stone. I'm just going to spoil it. Sorry. <laughs> You've seen Bro, it. Bro, you saw it on Twitter a hundred yeah. times. So, uh, Black Widow sacrifices herself. Yeah. And, um, no, 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 that's end. That's end game. That's end game. Oh no, you just spoiled. Whoops. No, everyone's everyone in the everyone world in the world saw it. End game. Yeah. So very sorry, but oh, this is even a, another spoiler that I'm about to spoil that I totally forgot. So Thanos sacrifices. <laughs> Spoiler for spoiler. Sorry, spoiler. I just spoiled two movies. Who cares? One of the biggest movies in the world. That's true. That's true. Okay, so my apologies. Um, but for Thanos, he sacrifices Gamora. Yeah, he throws her off. Uh, heartbreaking scene. But he gets the Infinity Stone, the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. And at that point in the movie, everyone's into it. Everyone's like, oh, my God, emotionally invested. And then the projector, just the screen, dims down like 70%. That's awesome. And so we're like, what the hell happened? Like, we're like squinting to see what's going on. And so me and some other people went to go outside to go tell them, like, hey, the projector is down, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll fix it. Don't worry. We go back inside. Wasn't fixed the entire time. So people were squinting to watch the what happens at the very end of Infinity War, like the the big finale. They were squinting the entire time. They wanted y'all to pay attention. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but fuck, it was it was so bad because like people were like my my girlfriend like uses like she has bad eyesight. Yeah, and so she didn't bring her glasses. Oh, and so she no. was like, "What's going on?" Oh and I was God. like, "Oh man, like that sucks." <laughs> that like sucks. I was like explaining <laughs> it to her. I was like, "Fuck." Oh, we watched it again. Yeah. Better now. Yeah. But yeah, she was like, what's going on? Oh like, I don't know what's... I can't see that much. She didn't see Spider-Man just getting disintegrated. <laughs> Dude, no, but she she saw that because she heard, like, she can hear the voices. Yeah. So she was like, oh, my God. Like, she was crying. Everyone was yeah. crying. But, like, 
it sucks because you couldn't see it fully, you know, fully at 100%. So I was like, dang, that sucks. That's terrible. But, but yeah, that, that, that experience is pretty bad. Um, another one, I just remembered. I'm going to go watch Honey Boy. Really anticipating it. I get into the theater and the trailers, the trailers are playing. And um, I'm just waiting, sitting there. And then I look at I look up at this because I was on my phone and it was the trailers. But the trailers before the actual trailers. You know what I'm saying? You know the, the, the promotional stuff? Right, yeah. And so, like, it's kind of off. Like, the I couldn't hear it, like, their voices. I was like, maybe it's just whatever. Something happens with the pre-trailers or the promotional stuff, whatever. And so... Then I put my phone down because the trailers the trailers are starting, and then the trailers are starting and it's like very loud, but I know th- the words weren't coming out of it, like you couldn't hear their words the dialogue. I was like, what? That's weird. And then sound effects were so loud, so you would be chilling in the theater, trying to listen to what they're saying because you can't hear, and then ugh, 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 like just sound effects would go off and you're like, what the fuck? scared the shit out of me and so i go out no no i wait for the next trailer same thing you can't hear anything and then loud like door slamming and like chains being rattled you're like oh my gosh i'm going insane like i can't deal with this so i went to go tell them they're like oh it's just the trailers i'm like okay i knew it wasn't just the trailers because that means the speaker's out or something's out but me i was like all right i'll wait it out maybe it is i don't know and, like, you know, like, when you go tell someone and you see someone who's younger than you and you're already young, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Like, they're not going to they're not gonna do anything. Like, I'm 21. I just yeah. turned 21. And you see someone working and they're, like, 16, 17. You're like, they're not going to fix oh this damn God. screen. They don't know. And so. They're going to fix this audio. They don't know shit about audio. Yeah. And so they're just like, oh, yeah, I think that's just the trailers. And so I was like, okay. And so I walked back into the theater. I was like, I know it's not. Let me just try it. And the movie starts, and you don't hear any dialogue. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I just get up and leave, and I'm like, hey, can I have my money back? Like, yeah, sure. So that's cool. I get my money back. And um, But, yeah, no, that was – I don't go to that theater anymore. Where was it? It's Starplex, the AMC. Oh, yeah. really? They did it there? Yeah. That's trash. Yeah, so, yeah, I – I kind of just waited for it to be in another yeah. theater. So, but um, man, but yeah. What about you? Anything else? Not anything like that. I mean, I remember. I don't remember what movie we saw, but we went to go see some movie and Kingsman started playing instead oh, of. Oh, it was Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It was twenty forty nine. Yeah, I remember that. We watched it. It was like a late showing, and then because I had seen Kingsman two days before. And the 21st cent- 20th Century Fox logo came up. And I was like, uh, this isn't. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's another trailer. I was like, no, like, there's no way. And then the score for Kingsman started playing. And, you- and you're just like, in- like, everyone's interested. And I'm like, this is Kingsman. I, I go over to you. I'm like, this is Kingsman. And you're like, what? <laughs> and you're like, bro, they're playing the Kingsman <laughs> movie. They're like, what? And then people like started. Yeah, they started talking. Me or they started hearing me. They're like, what the fuck? Like you hear like people like, in the theater like, what the? What the fuck is this? Yeah, and so someone leaves, and uh, they tell them, and they come in. They're like, don't worry, guys, we're gonna restart it. 
it's gonna start now and people were like yeah and thankfully they did yeah definitely they did because i love imagine if they just kept playing kingsman <laughs> oh my gosh bro that would I'm, like, right, I'm here whatever i'm yeah. still watching it <laughs> it's funny too because you were like oh i've never seen it so yeah, you're like, like, oh i'm getting good experience yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> yeah but um yeah they did play. i forgot about that i'm going to play blade runner that night dude great great movie. so awesome yeah but um yeah if you have any, do you have anything else i don't think i have anything else on that Okay, so um, I guess we can talk about um, some other stuff in the world, like music. Um, music? I don't really have anything. New stuff. Um, I know. I guess we. I, I have listened to the new single from The weekend, After Hours. Oh, yeah. Um, anticipating his new album coming out. It's the 20th of March it comes out. Um, I thought I really liked After mm-hmm. Hours. I've liked all of his singles come that have come out. Um, I love Heartless, Blinding Lights, I love. And I like the a- previous ones, yeah, they're good. Yeah. And then After Hours is like, it reminded me a lot of like old Weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. So I know like some of my friends that have that critique, Yeah. they, they don't like New Weekend at all. Really? They love, they're like, they love the old yeah. Weekend. Yeah, like Trilogy and trilogy. Kiss Land mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so I haven't listened to Kiss Land yet, but I have listened to the Trilogy and I really do like it. And uh, it reminded me a lot. Some Some people were saying it's the same producer. I don't know for that same for that song. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that, that was his problem. So, like, back then he had all these, like, cool producers, and he just, like, stopped working with them. Mm-hmm. And now, if he's working with them now again, that's that's great. Yeah. But, yeah, I really like After Hours. It's a, it's, a, it's a long single. It's, like, six minutes, I think. God damn. Yeah, but it, it like, builds, and it's, like, really good. So all right, cool. That's cool. Um, um, don't judge me. But I've been getting into Dua Lipa. You know Dua Lipa? I haven't listened to her music, yeah. I, I never knew a lot about her. And then I heard this single, um, Don't Start Now. I think it, it's on the radio all the time. Probably. It's like groovy and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then she released a couple weeks ago. She released Physical. That was the song. And I listened to Physical and I'm like, oh, this is really catchy. And so I'm gonna do a leap of phase. That's fine. I think she's cool. But I um, listen to her music. Yeah, she's cool. Not the. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I really like it. So, but um, what else? I need to listen to Tame Impala. Yeah, me too. I haven't listened to it yet. I was listening. See, like I had the opportunity to listen to their album on the car right over here. Yeah. I just listened to their old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to this album that came out like 10 years ago 2010 called uh, Inner Speaker okay uh, it's like a lot of rock influence like Beatles influence like psychedelic nice. Beatles like psychedelic influence nice um, but yeah they've like ventured off into like pop like Currents is like super pop yeah which is I think it's great mm-hmm. I haven't listened to anything I heard it's like Currents too which is still good but yeah. if you like like psychedelic rock almost like the beatles kind of it's psychedelic rock pop okay like a lot of their music is pop music uh listen to that album it's great nice. i love it nice um yeah i mean i don't think i've listened to any other new music i mean i'm hyped for baby keem this year baby keem i don't know baby keem drake shot shot him out in an interview and it's like hour-long interview it's our long interview uh-huh. um was that recent it was recent he said someone was asking him what are your favorite albums to come out this year? He said the Young Thug album. I love that album. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and the Baby Kim album, which, like, no one knows who he is. 
which is which this is gonna get him a lot more traction. He's so Especially good. Especially if Drake shots him. He's out. so good. Like, he makes it's like fresh. It's so like refreshing. Nice. It's like a cool. It's like almost mainstream, but he's in his own lane. Almost. That's cool. He's a great artist. He has great music videos. He like pays attention That's to dope. his music videos. Yeah. I love Honest. Invented it. I love I love his album. Uh, uh, Die for my Die for my bitch. Great album. Nice. Um, one of my favorites from 2019. Listen to it if you haven't. He's gonna blow up this year. Drake's gonna get on a feature. Kendrick's probably gonna get get on a feature. Oh shoot! It's probably gonna happen. So he's he's well known in the music industry. Not yet. Okay. He's worked on the uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, so he's with Top Dog. He's not. Or not. I don't think he's signed to him. He's worked with him a lot. He worked okay. on. He produces his his not all of his music. Produces his music too. Um, he worked on the Black Panther soundtrack. He worked on the recent Schoolboy Q album. Okay. So he's gearing up for like nice huge twenty uh twenty twenty. I'm happy for. And what was his name? Baby Kim. Baby Kim. Baby Kim. Yep. Cool. Um, what is is he? Hip hop. Yeah, like rap trap music. Nice. He has some like R and B bangers on there too. Honest is so good. I love I love artists who pay attention to their music videos. Yeah. When they when someone has a great music video, it's like that instantly makes me think oh they care mm-hmm. and like they care about their craft yep and so that's cool to hear um i don't i think for me that's it for music for me mostly too i listen i need to listen to start listening to new music yeah um we should talk about the grammys the grammys we could talk about the grammys just the one specific incident with tyler did you hear about it uh where he, he called him out or something? he called him out at the end yeah that's that's why I say like, Academy Awards stuff like this. It's cool to watch and like root for your favorite piece of art. Yeah. But like to hold it to like such a a standard like I need yeah. this to win. Yeah. It's like you don't need it to. Win. It's great if it wins, but yeah. like, you gotta think of these people like um, nominating these movies. Yeah. They're not like the actual people that uh consume movies i mean for the for the oscars they were like the directors of movies so that's that's good yeah but like i don't they recently came out for the grammys it was just a board of people they already have it decided who wins are you serious yeah that's so dumb. so like they gave they gave tyler the best rap album and honestly i'm not gonna i predicted it because i had a feeling grammys would do this because they're they suck um they gave him best rap album and Igor wasn't really a rap album. I don't yeah. know how you feel about that. No, I don't, that's a big a, conversation right now. It's not a, Igor was a rap album. It's mostly a pop album. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, was it nominated for best album of the year? No, I don't oh, think so. Just wow. rap album. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they. So what they, was nom? Let me look at the nomination. So they gave him best album. I mean best rap album, which. He talked about it after the Gra- after the Grammys. He was like, they're just like giving him the controller that's not plugged into the PlayStation so he can pretend like he's playing, you know? Because we'll, we'll give you it this time, Tyler. Here's here's your Grammy, you know? We're not going to actually like nominate you for the music you've made. We're going to nominate you in this category, rap or urban. It's like because of his race. It's like... Yeah. It's like... It's kind of the conversation of the best foreign film. Yeah. And the best 
film, best picture, it's like, okay, we're going to give the best album to these people who make pop music or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the best rap album, you guys stay over there. You didn't make an album that's best album of the year category. Okay, so... Or best pop album. They don't even recognize it for best pop album. Because you know who dominates the best pop album charts. Yeah. It's it's, it's white people. Yeah. It's, it's white people. So, album of the year, I, I by Bonnie Vare. Okay. Uh, Norman fucking Rockwell. Lana Del Rey. Right. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billie Eilish. Right. Was the winner. Mm-hmm. Thank You, Next by Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. I used to know her by her. That's how you say it, right? Her, her? her got nominated for Best Album. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, I know. My uh, my sister actually put me on her. Because they would probably would have put her in the Best, like, Urban category like they did with Frank Ocean. Like, dude, There's a Best Urban? It, yeah, Frank Ocean won for Best Urban Contemporary Album for Channel Orange back in, like, 2012 or 2013. Exactly. So it's Yikes. like Tyler him out. Like, yeah. It's like... It's just a racist community. Yeah. They they don't know anything. They they're so like, we'll give you the best rap album. You don't you don't need the best pop album. That's for the other people. Mm. You know it's it's whack. Wow. And then like Lil Nas X is seven, was nominated. Cause I love you deluxe by Lizzo, Father of the Bi- Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. Those are the ones for best pop. No, for best album. For best album. Yeah, all all those the ones that I mentioned. Right. Her best album. Uh, let me look up. Best pop album. Best no. Uh, best pop vocal album. And that's the thing about Lil Nas X. Like he got a huge single last year. Yeah. Of course they're gonna put him in the best yeah. best album. Why wouldn't they? It's yeah. like get numbers up. Come on. Uh, and Tyler didn't have a big single, but he had a the, huge album. A hu- it went number one over DJ Khaled's yeah. album. And that alone, th- it's just like. It's just amazing. I remember they made a big deal where DJ Khaled was like, "Oh, they they didn't they didn't count all of my streams or something." And Tyler was like, "Bro, like, <laughs> bro." Tyler was like, "This is like stupid. Like, I worked hard for this album. I put my blood, sweat, and tears for this, and it's a big deal that I'm number one because mm-hmm. I have no uh, no features. He had no features in Ego, right? Yeah, he had no yeah, features. So. Well, he had like, well, he had some a, background. Like Little Uzi was in yeah. the background, stuff like that." Oh, Cardi. Player Cardi was on. Oh, he was. So not no no features, but like, it was he did mostly he his project. All, yeah, he produced everything. Yeah, so it was mainly him, and so I thought it was a big deal. And I love Igor, mm-hmm. and so I thought it was deserving of the number one spot. And then when DJ Khaled was like, "No, nah, yeah, my streams didn't count," blah blah. I'm like, dude, like, you've gotten so many number one albums. Like, who cares? And he's like, that's all they care about. Yeah, just numbers. Yeah, and so which is like it's cool to see like when your when your music has done good, you want to yeah. see it. Tyler obviously wants to see it appreciated. What you said, he he appreciates that uh, it's being recognized, like his albums being recognized by the Grammys. Yeah, but it's just like they couldn't even give him pop. Like yeah, what his his album really is. Rap. Yeah, because. What was nominated for best rap? Like, let's compare like a album from best rap to rap albums. Rap albums were nominated. Middle Child by J Cole. Oh no no no, that's um that's best single. rap before it's single. Um, let me look at album. Revenge of the Dreamers three. Right. Championships. I am. I was. Uh, Igor, the Lost Boy. There's a clear 
per, uh, album that's different. I mean, I guess because like Tyler's been known to make rap music for his entire career, but even then, like they're not even listening to their albums anymore. Well, look, if you if you look it's at just like Tyler, he's weird enough. We can give this to him. It'll look good for us. But look, if you look at Taylor Swift, I love Taylor Swift, but like she's a, she was a country artist mm-hmm. and she made a pop album. Mm-hmm. Pop, she probably got nominated for best pop album. Mm-hmm. Tyler Creator, rapper, hip hop artist, made a pop album. Rap. It's like you see the difference no, yeah, there. There's a clear difference. Yeah. It's just just old people in suits like, okay guys, who's the weirdest here? Who's the youngest? Who can we give? Mm. Who can like we make headlines for, you know? Yeah. But it I mean sucks. Yeah, the big winner I think was Billie Eilish. She won True. like the yeah. main four. It was so weird at the end she's like, Please don't pick me, please don't pick me. Yeah. That kind of sucks, too. I saw that, too, because she... I saw a tweet or saying that she didn't want to get picked because she knew everyone was going to be mad. The backlash. Yeah. That sucks, too, because she's young. She's young, and, dude, like, you should be excited. You. you should be excited that you should win, and, like, for someone to, like, be worried about the backlash, that, could, that sucks. But, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with Tyler Crater. Like... I don't really pay attention to the Grammys all that much. Like, I, the big winners, yeah. I don't but even either, because, like, I make music, but, like, I, the Grammys are just, like, whatever to me. Yeah. Whoever wins, wins. But, you know, who did win in 2018, who I didn't even listen to, I was like, this white woman won? Uh, Casey Musgraves? I love Casey. Bro, I love Casey Musgraves, She's bro. the best. She's so fire. I didn't even get into her until, like, this time last year in the middle of, like, uh, spring semester yeah. last year. Same. And my friends were like, year. dude, why haven't you listened to this? It's good country pop. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm like, didn't that that white woman who won the Grammys? Yeah, best best um, best album. It was best album. Yeah, I fucking love that album. So dude, you got no idea that I love that album I so lo- much. Dude, I remember I remember playing it after that, and I was banging it. And Savannah, she was like, "Are you playing Casey Musgraves?" I was like, "Yeah, you haven't heard of her." She's like, "Yeah, but why are you listening to Casey Musgraves?" I was like, "It's a great album. She's so good." Dude. Yeah, like, um. There's a couple of songs on there. It's like, oh, I'm blanking on the name. I'll help you out. Uh, pull up the album. Yeah, pull up the album. But I like Slow Burn. Slow um, Burn, yeah. But my favorite one is, uh, uh, what does it go like? Sing for me. It's in the, the, it's the beginning of the album, I think. Uh, let me pull it up. Butterfly, Space Cowboy, Rainbow, High Horse, Lonely Weekend. Love is a wild thing. Love is a wild thing. Is yeah. my favorite. I love that yeah. song. Yeah. Love is a wild thing. I remember I was hanging out with like my friend Alex. I was hanging out with Ruben. We're at the Waterburger parking lot, and I was yeah. hanging out. it was me, Alex, Ruben, Nate. Mm-hmm. We're all just in the Waterburger parking. Lot. It was like two a.m. Like they're playing music. The doors are like, bro, turn on Butterflies by Casey Musgraves. Yeah. I love that song, dude. Love it. Like. Th- this is like a rare. This is a, a rare coincidence where it's like, I don't agree with the Grammys, but they just be like giving these people um, all the uh, nominations and awards. But like, bro, honestly, she deserved it. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what's nominated, but like she deserved it. I, I love that album now. I think what the thing is with that, like it's a great album. It so is. I mean, at least to me, I thought it was a great album. A lot of people don't like it, like online people. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, okay. So, like, you know, the needle drop. Anthony yeah. Fantana, Anthony Fantana. Busy, 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 busy. 
he shitted on the album. He yeah. Shit on it. He gave it a bad review. Yeah. But or a bad score, not a bad review. Um. Yeah. Everybody in his comments, he goes comments like, "All right, man. Yeah. I don't agree with you on this I, one." <laughs> and then he tweeted about. It. I remember him tweeting like, oh, "This is great that I, I make uh, reviews, and not everyone agrees." It's like it shows. Yeah. Like people actually listen to his reviews, and like he yeah. has a big community. Yeah. And even if you dislike something. Yeah. People still like it. And I love discourse so like if you like something and i don't yeah and we can talk about why we can discover maybe i'll like certain elements more and you'll just like i don't know it yeah. just it evens out i love having discourse but like when someone is like i hated it too <laughs> it's like why just a two yeah because i rated her last album a three and i like it less it's like <laughs> it's like oh man yeah you can't be sent numbers like that's too it's too hard it's a 6.75 yeah it's a it's a three point two two eight, to me. I don't even. It's a five point four. I can't think of that numbers <laughs> that like, fast in my head. No, can't do it. No. But mm-hmm. yeah, Casey Musgraves, honestly. But then like the Grammys with like Kendrick Lamar and Macklemore. I don't know if you remember this. Oh my gosh, I do. <laughs> that shit was funny. I I remember seeing the headlines. I didn't think of anything of it because I didn't. I don't think I listened to Kendrick or Macklemore back then. Yeah. But after I found out about. You know, Good Kid, Mad City, and To Paper Butterfly and all that stuff. No, to it was Good Kid. Yeah, it was Good Kid. It was Good Kid. And I I was like, let me look it up, like, what it won. And I saw that it lost to Macklemore. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, wow. I know. I get it. I get it. Like, why, why would he lose that? Dude, Good Kid, Mad City is one of the greatest I albums think of all time. The, it was the Hip-hop. heist. That was Macklemore's album. It, it had was, all those big singles yeah, off it. Thrift Shop was on it, right? Yeah. Um, Can't Hold Us, I think, was on Something it. Something like that. Like, they're great songs. But you cannot compete with Good Kid, Mad City. Nah, dude. And then they... What did they do the next year? I think Kendrick won something the next year. Well, when To Pippa Butterfly came out, like, all right, we'll give you it. Since he had a lot of nominations. Yeah, he had the most, like, nominations titled. Like, like, Michael Jackson. Jackson yeah, yeah, that... It's like when they do something bad, whatever, they're like, okay, we'll give you this next time. Same thing with the Oscars. Yeah. yeah so. That's why it's so, it's so weird. Yeah. Why can't they just nominate the best thing every year? I don't know. A lot of politics Just a thought. Involved. Just a thought. I don't know. It's Maybe a war show should nominate or should pick winners that are deserving. I don't know. That's just me. I don't feel like it's ever going to happen, dude. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be the whole system would have to change. Yeah, it would have to. The whole thing. Like, for Parasite to win, it's so weird, especially in Hollywood. Yeah. A bunch of rich people is like, yeah. Uh, people tweeting, oh, my God, I love this movie. Like, you know this movie was about you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I think I mentioned Jeff Bezos was at the award show. Oh, my God. And so he's probably clapping, and people are, like, looking at him. Like, hey, don't be clapping, brothers. They're talking about you. But um, Bro, speaking about Jeff Bezos. Oh, okay. So, uh, we can talk about Jeff Bezos a little bit before we wrap up. All right. So he recently donated like ten billion dollars. Okay, listen, guys. Ten billion dollars is a fuck ton of money. It's a lot of money. A lot. But <laughs> here's the thing. He made it. He put it into his own like fund. Fund. The Earth. Uh, Climate change. I don't know what it's called, but the it's his own fund where like he'll uh, help combat co- climate change. Well, he'll like yeah, he'll donate to like uh, 
uh, scientists, uh, climate change activists, all that stuff. In his own fund. So here's the thing. What happens when you see, like, rich people donate or whatever, a lot of that goes back into their tax returns. Yeah. They get money, they, like, less taxes. So that man is getting richer just by donating a $10, $10 billion. Like, that shit doesn't hurt him. And the crazy thing is, look, do I like people donating stuff? Yeah, I do. Of course, $10 billion is a lot. It's a fuck. But I don't think he should be, like, a receive a pat on the back, like, oh, thank you, Jeff, like, you did it. Uh, even if he were to receive one, like... The circum this this circumstance he was forced by his employees his employees exactly, were going dude. on strike oh my god like if you don't do this like we're gonna leave and so he basically was forced to do this Bro, he treats his work not necessarily him just the way his company's designed it like people at Amazon they're like forced to say there? good things about like yeah. working there it's terrible like no I mean cool he's fighting climate change like everyone should do that they don't need a a pat on the back, like, I'm sorry, Jeff Bezos, you own, like, a a $50 million yacht. I don't care what yeah. you did. But, like, it's going to go back in his tax returns. He's chilling. He's going to make more money. Um, yeah, I just have to say that. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, it's going on in the world, dude. It's it's uh, the, one of the rich. Is he the richest man in the world? No, he's the richest man in the U.S. He's, like, tied almost. I think he might have, like, someone's um, passed him. He was number one for a while. Well, because he got divorced, two. and then yeah. he had to split his money. <laughs> yeah, sorry. She's vibing. She's, she's another, vibing. She's just another billionaire, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, basically now. But, um, so, yeah, Jeff Bezos with this climate change. I it's mean, good. People yeah, need to good. know about. I mean, because we need it. Like, we're in a crisis mode. Oh, no, mode. we do need it. We're in a crisis it, mode. Like We're going to explode. Yeah, so... <laughs> All the help we can get. Like, we might even reach 50 episodes on this podcast because of the climate change thing. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's scary, but, you know, we just got to find a way. But, yeah, anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? I'm chilling, bro. Chilling? Yeah, so, um, again, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, at Think Movie Show. You could... Uh, Look up our uh, official website on Anchor, anchor.fm slash thinkmovie. Uh, right there you have all of our audio files. You can go straight to Spotify. Spotify, you can. we're now streaming on Spotify. That's cool. We are streaming on Spotify. Streaming on Spotify. You're probably listening to Spotify at this moment. I think we're also on Google Podcasts right now. We should we're make on. a SoundCloud. I know yeah, we should make a, a lot SoundCloud. of podcasts upload on SoundCloud. That's how I listen to them. My yeah. podcast. SoundCloud, we're going to upload to YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, we're almost there to get the Apple podcast on iTunes and yeah. stuff. So we're almost there. So you can f- almost find us there. But it'll be under the same name, Think Movie Show. Um, and uh, if you want to plug in your personal stuff, if you um, want to follow you. What's my Twitter? Uh, oh, Bry Prado, B-R-Y-P-R-A-D-O. It's yeah. my name. My name is Brian. Yeah. He uh, tweets out a lot of cool stuff, like music stuff. And a lot of I hardly, I hardly tweet, but like I like tweeting about music sometimes. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can uh, follow me at Frank Lopez underscore fourteen. Um, I'm there. Let's go. Yeah, uh, you can see all of my movie rants, my movie opinions. Um, I'm very active when it comes to retweeting stuff, so 
if you follow me, you'll find a lot of funny stuff. I'll retweet it. Oh, yeah. um, I'm very I'm more active on Twitter than I am in any other social media. So if you want to reach out to me, DM us or DM at Think Movie Show on there. DM us questions if you want certain topics you want topics, us to talk about. Yeah, sure. Um, mo- movies you want us to review. Yeah. Um, maybe shows. Shows. Um. Maybe uh, we'll take an episode where we answer your questions. I know a lot of people like or dislike certain opinions that we have. Let us know. Just let us know. Tweet at us. Let us know, dude. Let us know. We want it. We want your feedback. You know, um, I know in the last episode I said like, one thousand times. I probably said it a hundred million times here. I, I I was nervous. Listen, I don't know how to speak. Yeah, we are learning. We are learning individuals. I grew up with a PlayStation Three and Two. Yeah. I don't. I just played Call of Duty. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. We um, we're not public speakers, <laughs> so this is very new to us. But we're learning. Hopefully, I didn't say like too much. I'll look over the audio. I probably did. But, you know, we're learning. We'll get better. Um, I'm so, sorry, speech teachers from high school, if I disappointed you. I, I do apologize. I know one of my teachers liked the podcast really? from junior year. I love – shout out to Ms. Jones. Oh, Ms. Jones. Ms. Jones. Shout out to Ms. Jones. But she probably heard the first episode and was very disappointed in my speaking abilities. So, I'm sorry. Maybe I did better this time. So – Shout out to Ms. Jones. We have better mics. I don't know. We have I'm, better mics I'm now. I'm talking into a better mic. You can hear me now. That's great. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're only going to get better. We're learning. Um, so, yeah, again, follow us at Think Movie Show. Yep. All social media platforms. Um, on Spotify, look up Think Movie Show on the podcast section. We should be there. Um, cool. And, um, yeah, so we're going to try to upload this sooner rather than later. I know we uploaded last episode on a Friday. Maybe we can try to get it up on a Tuesday or something. Cool. Yeah, so get it earlier in the week. Yeah, so because um, we want to be able to talk about stuff and then you hear it right away instead of, like, waiting a week. Certain things change and other things stuff happen. So, yeah, so uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, uh, Peace out. See you later.